Welcome to Fringe Element here on the 440 Sports Network. My name is Braden Gall. You can follow me on Twitter. At Braden Gall. At Braden Gall. Changed it up. Are we going to do that from I was Because I was mocked last week on the show. That wasn't the only time. Yeah, well, that's normal. I'm used to that. I'm married. I'm Aaron Dugan. You can follow me on Twitter at the Aaron Dugan or Instagram Aaron underscore Dugan. Good to see you in person, Aaron. It's face to face in studio for the first time in a long time. Wow, I'm lucky. No, I'm it's great. There's to see the you, mocking. Brady. All right. <laughs> no, 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 no. It is. It actually it it, <laughs> it gives a little magic back to the process instead of just staring at a computer screen. Plus, I have to put on sunscreen when I sit in front of the window and we do our Zoom video <laughs> calls because it's I'm like have freckles and borderline ginge. So it's nice to, you know, not be lathered up just to be in front of the computer. Yeah, you have like half a soul. Like you have some soul, but like I'm not sure it's a full soul. I mean, uh, you, you... I know I definitely have a full soul, but I definitely oh, okay. I put it towards I pick and choose who sees it. Okay. All right. That's that's the defense mechanism. That, that, that is fair enough. Uh, today's going to be a loose episode, uh, as you can tell. <laughs> Our guest on the show today uh, will be Reagan Ag from the t- television show. I don't know how else to introduce her other than because this is how I know her and love her as one of the characters on Very Cavallari who worked for Jay Cutler. I mean, not really worked for Kristen Cavallari, really. but it's all that I care about, though, is Jay Cutler. And he is an SEC quarterback, and that is why she is on an SEC podcast. That's the best job I can do to introduce this. And she's entertaining. She she is um, quite the character, a good friend of mine, has been for a long time, and yes, uh, now has a loose SEC connection, <laughs> being kind of associated with Jay Cutler. She's actually the only one on the show that Jay liked. Like Jay didn't mind Reagan and he hated everyone else and he does hate most people. I and I hate most reality television. My wife watches it, but I got into it because Jay Cutler's the greatest reality reality television star maybe in the history of this country. And I think he is brilliant on the show. I've never really particularly liked Jay Cutler as a Tennessee grad and a Green Bay Packers fan. I've kind of enjoyed Jay Cutler. I've never particularly liked him, but my god, I rediscovered my passion and love for Jay Cutler on this television show and I was team Reagan. Because Reagan, to me, and we'll talk about this with her, um, got to see the real side of Jay Cutler. And I just thought, hey, let's have her on the show. She's a friend of yours. Let's have some fun. Keep it loose. Keep it keep it fun today on the show. Um, I can't pick. T- I can't necessarily pick teams because I ended, somehow Your ended friend. up with multiple, multiple very close friends on that show. But the reason Jay and Reagan got along is because they both give zero shits about anything. Yep, that so. is... That is 100% true. So we'll hear from uh, Reagan Agee a little bit later on. Some insight into the life of Jay Cutler, former SEC quarterback, former NFL quarterback, uh, and uh, reality TV star. So go check out the show, too, by the way. Very Cavallari. Uh, and uh, Reagan's really, really fun to talk with. So we'll, we'll she's a Bama. She grew up in a Bama family. So we'll talk a little Bama, too, with her. So just, you know, again, loose episode today on the show. So go check that out. Uh, Fringe Element is brought to you by... Jaspers, the... West End edifice for for people that are you and people that aren't you. <laughs> that one, that that's a new level there. Uh, did you practice edifice? Like, did you did you plan on using that? Right word? when you said Jasper's, I was like, what's another word for building? Edifice is what you went with. It's the first one I thought of. S A T. Good job, Vandy grad. Thank you. Good stuff. Go to Jasper's. Great food. Great menu. Great happy hour. Great place to watch the game. All kinds of great stuff. The grab-and-go market. Go. It's a great place for lunch, by the way, too. They have a great lunch menu. If you're 
if you work over there on West End, just pop on by. And um, they've got a great, you know, flatbreads, burgers, sandwiches, salads, shareables, all that great stuff there. So go check that out. Great place to have lunch if you're working over there on West End. Or if you're coming into town for like, I don't know, an SEC baseball tournament, Kentucky fans, you know. Um, you know, so we'll see. Uh, all right. We are going to talk a little football on the show today. Some like actual football conversation before we get to Reagan and we kind of just like dick around at the end of the show and have some fun and tell some stories. But I wanted to talk about the non-conference slate of action in the SEC because I, I, I'm starting to get to that point where in this part of the calendar year, Aaron, the magazines are out, Athlon Sports, as you heard last week on the show, the magazines are out. So I'm starting to like really dissect depth charts and look at schedules and dive into a lot of things that we're just going to spend like the next four months studying. And I, and I dive sort of headfirst into it around this time of year and one of the things I love to do is look at schedules and non-conference games. It's a, it's a huge deal in the sec. There's a huge one this, this, this season that could decide who gets into the playoff. So I figured, you know what, let's have some fun. Your top five non-conference games in the sec this year, my top five favorite non-conference games in the sec this year, no rules, no restrictions, beauties in the eye of the beholder. What do you think? I'm ready. My list is prepared. Your list is ready to go? Mm-hmm. All right. So we will talk with Reagan Agee a little bit later on in the show. Of course, go to Jaspers and let's talk some non-conference football. Let's do it. So you want to go from five to one? Yeah, I think that makes the most sense. Let's leave the suspense. Number five, best non-conference, most interesting, favorite non-conference game in SEC play for SEC football teams in 2021 for Aaron Dugan is what? Are we going to alternate who goes first on each one? We'll just alternate. Okay. Okay. Um, but worrying about the process, Sabin. It's important. It is. My number five is Mississippi State at Memphis for personal reasons. I also think it'll be a fun game. But um, MSU versus old school MSU. When I grew up, it was Memphis State. That's right. All of my parents' retro gear and our retro, my retro gear says Memphis State. So I'm thinking I would like to wear that to be like sort of kind of. It's like MSU, but it's not. You know what I mean? Uh, when Penny Hardaway played there, it was Memphis State, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. In the early 90s? Yep. So I'm saying that. I think it will, I mean, probably going to be a high-scoring game, be fun to watch. Uh, Memphis typically does a really good job. I think that's opening weekend. Wait. Uh, let me see. Not? Hang on. I can tell you. It is not. It's September 18th, which I believe will be the third weekend. Okay, good. So it won't compete. it won't compete with the other three games that I... Two or three games I picked on opening weekend. No, you don't actually have to physically go to these. Although, like, we can kind know, of... Like you can it. pretend that you're like Herb Street and you're taking the private jet to all the games. You can just pretend. Like, it's a podcast. We can make up our own rules. You right. get You get to attend all of the games, even if they happen at the exact same time. I'm going with that. Last time I went to a Memphis game was Ole, uh, when Memphis hosted Ole Miss at home opening weekend. They won that game, right? They did. And it was... It was the most full I've ever seen Liberty Bowl Stadium. It was a ton of fun. So I'm going to go back home for that one. Was that Florida Man Paxton Lynch? Yes. Florida Man. Uh, all right. I am going to go number five, September 6th, which I believe is like a Sunday. <laughs> um, I, I wanted to get Ole Miss on my schedule here. I did no, think... It's a Saturday, Braden. Is it opening, a sa- They do no. opening games on Thursday the 4th, right? Um, September 6th, I believe, is a is I'll a Monday night, actually. Take it back. I think it's a Monday night. Okay. I think it's the Labor Day night game in Atlanta. I, I wanted to avoid going to a neutral site game, but I just thought this game would be too much fun, and I had to get Ole Miss on there, and honorable mention will be will involve Hugh Freeze in just a minute. But 
I, I chose Ole Miss and Louisville in week one, non-conference game, two teams that have, you know, Louisville's trying to bounce back. Ole Miss is really, really good on offense. There's some really good weapons for Louisville. They've got a good quarterback in in, um, in Cunningham. So I just think there could be a ton of points, a ton of offense. It's a really good game. I You could argue Kentucky-Louisville at the end of the year is a better you know, better rivalry, more interesting game, but I don't know where the, either team is going to be at the end of the year, and I wanted to see Ole Miss, so my vote is Ole Miss, Louisville, week one. Have we confirmed that it is, in fact, a Monday night? It is a Monday night. That's what I thought. September 4th is the Saturday that has all the other games. Uh, all right, number four on the list, Aaron Dugan, who you got? Well, you already talked about it. I, I like the idea of Kentucky and Louisville. That's my number four. Kentucky at Louisville? Kentucky at Louisville, yep. November 27th, final week of the year. It's a fantastic football game to go to. I have been to one of them, and they are awesome. Part of the reason I say that is because, as you and I have talked about, I mean, Kentucky, I think, is going to be good this year. I think people understand mm-hmm. that they're getting better, but maybe don't understand how good they could possibly be. So I think that game will even have carry maybe more weight than not just normal rivalry week, but I think that could really put Kentucky in like the next category. Um, I don't know. I think it'd be fun. I've never been to a game at Louisville. Um, I've been to a lot of games at Papa John Stadium. Have you? Yeah, I just it's it's close. It's kind of a Nashville sister city, kind of. Um, so that's what I'm going. A lot going of friends with. up there. I don't have Good a bourbon. That that's a great reason. I don't have a ton of reason. Says so I like going to rivalry games in general, and also I just said rivalry really well you that did. first time. You did. And um, I'm excited to watch Kentucky in general, so I picked that. I think it's a great game. I think it's a great pick. Uh, it would have been on my list if it basically was between that game and Ole Miss Louisville was my were the two I decided between. So uh, I just wanted to get Kiffy on there. So I wanted to see Lane, um, but I do think Kentucky at Louisville is fantastic. I've, again, I went to one. God, I don't know when this was. Probably like 2012, maybe or something like that. And uh, really good foot. Just the atmosphere is great. And the hatred between the two schools is getting ratcheted up every single year. It feels like with all these crazy stories that are taking place in recruiting and basketball and, you know, coaches talking shit to each other. It's just great. It's great. Louisville, Kentucky. Number four on my list, a little off the board, probably not going to be too many people's top five on this conversation. And you can send us your top five if you want at the Aaron Dugan at Braden golf, uh, September 11th, Texas at Arkansas. Old conference rivals from way, way, way back in the day. Texas with the new coach, Steve Sarkeesian. Arkansas, your boy, Sam Pittman. How much better are they? I don't know how evenly matched this game is going to be. Texas will be a favorite, but it just has old 1966 Southwest Conference, you know, national title type vibes to it. Great uniform game. Just give me Texas and Arkansas. It's in Fayetteville, so it's not a neutral site game where they're played in like Arlington or something like that. So it's got the charm of, of, of Razorback Stadium with Texas coming to town. There's just so much history there between those two programs, and it's a game we don't ever get to see. So we'll we'll see how good we'll see how good Arkansas is going to be this year, and they'll play a Texas team that's got a lot of weapons, but breaking in a new coach. So Texas at Arkansas. What do you think? I mean, I'm definitely going with you if you actually go because I need to meet okay. Sam Pittman because we're friends on Twitter and we're basically has that has that Twitter relationship blossomed at all? Or? No, because I think I need to like do something. I need to make a bold, like witty, like epic move next. Like I need to like put together like a compilation, like you talked about, of me talking about Sam Pittman, which might border on creepy. So I'm a little creepy. Try to kind of like balance that out, but I definitely want to, you know, I don't know. I haven't figured out what to do. What yet. about a video like a like a like a video professing your love. 
to Saint But Peter. I don't want him to like get a restraining order. But not in like a creepy game. way. No, it's just not, like it's not a creepy love. Be like Sam, I love the way you use two tight ends. Yeah, Sam, see, that's gonna get me. That's gonna. I love the way you dip into the transfer portal. Sam, please stop. No, these are creepy. These aren't creepy. He's totally normal. Dip into the transfer portal. Yeah, you you need a nice defensive end. You dip into the transfer portal. I'm uncomfortable with that. Okay. I'm just saying. All right. Um, number three on your list. You get to go. No, you get to go first this time. September 4th, number three on my list. And this is some, some two reasons I have this one high on the list. I think it could, three, I guess. Number one, I think it could be a good game. Maybe. We'll okay. see. I think it could be good. Number two, the setting. It is the most beautiful place in all of college football. And number three, I cannot wait to see what LSU is like. Oh. So, so number three on my list, LSU at UCLA. UCLA has been better in recent years, and they're getting better, at least under Chip Kelly. LSU, I have no clue what to make of them. This is their first game out of the gate. I can't wait to see what they look like, who's playing quarterback, how good are they, what's the coaching staff, what's the scheme look like, all that good stuff. And we get to do it in Pasadena, California, in the Rose Bowl. Give me LSU at UCLA week number one. Sign me up. Well, do I have to expose now if they lie elsewhere on my list? No. no okay. Um, save it definitely definitely have to go to that one I've never been to the Rose Bowl um, and like you said I, I wrote it down essentially because I think it's going to be a really good gauge and give us an idea of what LSU is going to be like since a lot of us have no idea what to expect and we can find out and be tan while we do it <laughs> okay it's a little cooler in the San Gabriel Mountains than I think you realize but for sure all right number I, so number three that's not number three on your list no, that's okay. higher. Oh, okay. What's number three? Um, Ole Miss at Liberty, because I just need to see it. Liberty at Ole Miss. Liberty at Ole Miss. Yeah, that'll so be yes. Hugh, and we can go to the library. Hugh Freeze going back into the Grove. Is... I can't like I can't not be there know, for that. I know. Especially after we talked about having my like I had a bunch of friends that went to Ole Miss, so I'm sh they always go back for games. And then I had you know a bunch of friends that played for Hugh Freeze in high school, and I want to go to the library. Our favorite. Oxford Bar. Is that your favorite Oxford Bar? It's my favorite Oxford Bar that closes at 9.52. I know, but then you get, you're up and kicking and like a spring chicken the next day. Well, that's me anyway, because I don't go out late anymore, but um, all right, so that's a great one. I, the drama. So I kind of already did my three and my two. The personal drama is just fantastic there, so go ahead and do number two then, because you, you already talked about it. What's number two on your list? Number two on my list is LSU at UCLA. Okay, so yep. getting a tan in the mountains. There you have it. Um... All right, number two on my list, September 18th, Auburn at Penn State. Auburn, not quite a top 25 team. Penn State, a top 25 team. Two teams that are basically even. I think it's one of the best two places to watch a college football game in a home atmosphere. LSU and Penn State are the best two home atmospheres you'll ever see. You never get to see SEC Big Ten in home stadiums up north. So I want to see Auburn at Penn State. Brian Harson, James Franklin, just give me all the history. Give me the War Damn Eagle. Give me the We Are chant. Give me the whiteout. Give me all that good stuff. Give me Tank Bigsby. Auburn at Penn State. Hell yeah. I think it's a really good football game. Really close and really meaningful for both fan bases. Just don't get to see it very often. Auburn at Penn State. I love that. I've not been to Happy Valley. I would... That was just shy of making the list, and I can't believe it's not on your list. I know, but and I had to—I basically had to pick the drama of Hugh Freeze and Ole Miss over that. Um, but still, Happy Valley is on my bucket list, and I think. What do you think that? What if you had to guess the final score of that game? What would you say? Oh, I, like, 
I mean, obviously we're in May here. Uh, tw- tw- like mm-hmm. I think it's I think it's like twenty seven twenty one. Two two solid defenses. It, frankly, two quarterbacks in Sean Clifford and Bo Nix that like have been there and started, but we're not really sure if they're good. <laughs> Neither fan base is like really all the way in love with their quarterback right now. So I just think it's going to be fascinating to watch all the different things. On, on this is actually a more on the field thing than anything else. I think on the field, mm-hmm. it is it is going to be fascinating to see what parts of Auburn are working well, what parts of Penn State are good. Uh, that one to me is far more like Ole Miss and and Liberty is great. Because you're going to see the drama off the field, right? Right. That's an off the yeah. It's and an and that's great. Pick. Kentucky Louisville is it's purely about sort of this awesome rivalry. LSU at UCLA is also about Pasadena and the location. To me, this one, while Happy Valley is great, to me, this one is about the game on the field. Could be exceptional and very interesting. Yeah, and I think as a you know first time SEC head coach, I have to imagine that Happy Valley isn't the easiest place to no. play either. No. Uh, can you quickly paint a picture for me of what a game is like there? I, I think it's the I think it's the only place on the planet that rivals LSU. Really? At night, I think the two those are the only two loud like that. Y- yes, and the whiteout makes it incredibly intimidating. Hundred and th- you know, hundred five thousand people. Like it's as big as LSU. I, I would argue that Penn State night home game whiteouts are the closest thing you will ever get to LSU Death Valley night games. Those are the two experiences I would put above everything else in college football. It's not as beautiful and as picturesque as like Pasadena. The Pasadena is not loud. It's not, it's it's not, not it's not insane. I think happy Valley at night and LSU at night are the two most insane, best college football atmospheres you'll, you'll find in the country. That helps me. That helps me understand because I have been to more than one LSU night game. So, and they're crazy. So I, I, I would lean slightly crazier in Baton Rouge. But the people like, are crazy. But I like the whiteout at Penn State a little bit better because I just think it looks cooler in at night under the lights, just all that cool stuff. I can dig it. All right. Number one on your list. What do you got? Bam at Miami. Opening game. That's the in first. In Atlanta? Game. That game is in Atlanta. Oh, shit. I know. You've got to do it. You're committed now. It's number one on your list. Dang it. I don't do it anymore. It's committed. You're committed. Hey, look. Number, well, one, number one on my list is a neutral site game, too. Saban has so. never lost that very first like TV opening game to a Power Five opponent since he's been there, so that makes it interesting. Um, I don't know if it's been at Alabama or ever. It might just be ever. No, so they played. Um, God, I, I could probably rattle off the list here. In in Atlanta, they've played Virginia Tech, West Virginia, Duke. In, in Arlington, they've played like Wisconsin, USC, Michigan. I'm not sure that they've even come close to losing any of those games. <laughs> like, Dang, I'm pissed it's not in Miami, though. Dang, I'm, yeah, yeah, it's not in right. Miami. You're not, going, ask, you're not going to Miami. That's the asterisk next to it. You're right. Got to uh, read, man. No, you'd handy think da- I'd be better handy at Handy dandy F on Sports Magazine right there. I think I'd be better at reading, but um, no, I think it'll still be a, a great game. I'm not sure... As someone who fought, as someone who follows, you know, SEC football the most closely, I don't know all the ins and outs of Miami as a team, but I, I have a feeling that they're top fifteen. I mean, they're yeah, I know they're good. I just don't know, I, I don't know exactly what that matchup will look like or what the challenges will be for Miami or Alabama, but I know it'll be a good game. So no, it's it's a great game. Not on my list. Not on your list. But it's a great game. Uh, Miami is a top fifteen team. All these questions about Bryce Young and Bama, it, uh, there's nothing wrong with that. That's a great game. I just I looked at it and I just was like, nah, it just wasn't my thing. Well, number one on my list, and this is a kind of a, a no brainer here. Number one on my list, Georgia 
and Clemson in Charlotte. I I think these are two of the best three teams in America, and I want to see greatness against greatness. I don't care that it's happening in Charlotte. So that was my number one game. Georgia Clemson loser probably misses the playoff. Winner probably makes the playoff. Pretty big deal for week one. Yeah, I mean, that's that's a lot of pressure for a team going into week one, too, because you have to have a lot of things. Knowing that that game could affect your postseason, yeah. and that's a ton of pressure, um, and it'll be interesting to watch. So if they – if Georgia sneaks into that number four spot in the playoffs – so y'all's list goes what? Alabama, Alabama, Clemson. Alabama one, Clemson two, Oklahoma three, Ohio State four, Georgia five. But as we talked last week on the show – we think Georgia's the third best team in America, but that they're going to lose to that Clemson team in week one and then lose again to Bama in the SEC title game, which keeps them out. If they're out. at number four. In yeah. theory. In theory. No, I mean, that's that's probably as close to being correct in, you know, February, March, April, May as you possibly could. So your number one game was not on my list, and my number one game was not on your list. That's mm-hmm. what's I knew you'd pick it, though. That's what's fun about this exercise. Mm-hmm. Um NC State at Mississippi State. Those are two potential top 40 teams. That's a really good one. Sneaky good, as you called it. Mizzou at Boston College. That is a really good football game that no one, like who's not a super SEC nerd, is going to realize is a good game. Like You have to be deep in the weeds to know that Boston College is really good and that Mizzou could be pretty good. I think that'll be a good It's not a sexy matchup, but I like it because I'm a nerd. It's nerdy. And then my other actual nerdy one is... Although Vanderbilt Stanford could be, you know, you want to watch, you just kind of can't look away, sort of deal. Yeah. Yep. Um, be Battle of the Nerds, and I don't remember ever having played another Ivy League school. Oh, you play a lot of you, you play, play Duke. You play Duke and Northwestern. We play Northwestern, yeah. But Stanford but no, is Stanford in the Pac-12. Like they're actually, not in the Ivy League. <laughs> no, no, I, but they are an Ivy League institution. I'm not saying they're in the Ivy League for sports. Like they are. You think of like the best schools in the country. You think of Harvard, Stanford. Yale. I'm talking about... I mean, like, Vanderbilt in, would be in that group. Yeah, barely so would, so on the North, outskirts. So would, I mean, Northwestern is an, For sure. an incredible school. I yeah. mean, the, the ones that are always compared are Vanderbilt, Stanford, Duke, and Northwestern. Yes. Those, those four from each... Like, each conference has one of those. Mm-hmm. And, and, and Stan, yes, Stanford's and Vanderbilt's educations are at the top of the Yeah, charts. I do know that Stanford is in the Pac-12. <laughs> okay. Thank you. No, Thank I'm you, just, though. I appreciate saying, the mansplanation. You called them an Ivy League school. They are, and it's not all based not around sports. League. They're not Braden, an Ivy League school. Braden, you know that Ivy League is a term to describe the academics first, right? Right, but the Ivy League is an actual thing. But it Stanford is an Ivy League college I, I think you're I, I think you're missing on that you literally think it's all based around the sports conference no they're Ivy League colleges before there were divisions right. and conferences the Ivy League is an American collegiate athletic conference and I think I could probably name them I think what is it Penn Harvard Yale Again, Columbia beside the point Dude, I'm telling you. I understand Cor- what you're saying. Cornell, but- Penn, Princeton, Columbia, Yale, Brown, Harvard, and Dartmouth. Those are the Ivy League schools. That's why Vanderbilt's called the Ivy League of the South, right? Oh, it's Stan. It- Stanford is not in. I thought there was. No, dude. But people use that term to describe <laughs> yes. good schools, don't yes, they? Yes, they do. Like <laughs> Vanderbilt is like the Ivy. Like they don't they call it the Harvard of the South? Or That's whatever? what Ole Miss calls themselves. No way, Ole Miss doesn't do they that. They did print you, a bunch. You of, Ole Miss people stop they that. They did shit print right a now. bunch of T-shirts, but I think it was a joke. 
Is it the Yale of the South? I mean, Vanderbilt is the Ivy League school of the Southeastern Conference, but they are not in the Ivy League. I understand, but that, that term has become general. It's like a Band-Aid. It's like, it's like a bandage is now called a Band-Aid. It's a brand name, no, but you use not. it for other things. So Stanford, the Kleenex of tissues. No. No, that makes perfect sense. No. Shut up. You didn't go to one. I, you eat, don't know. I drink soda. I don't drink a Coca-Cola. I drink soda. Who's to say? Yeah, okay. Stanford's in the Ivy League. Stanford's an Ivy League school, right? They are no, in Ivy League school. It means they're smart. They're smart people. That's not a thing. You just made that up. Okay, well, it works. It's Send fine. us, if, if everybody out there listening can find examples of other schools <laughs> calling themselves an Ivy League school when they're not actually in the Ivy League, please send us an example of it, and I will put my hand up and say that I'm wrong. But in the meantime... There's going to be plenty. People are going to be coming out of the people are going to be coming out of the woodwork with examples. Whatever you say, boss. Whatever you say. Um, a, a lot of the rivalry games. Uh, I can't even talk. Clemson and South Carolina, Florida, Florida State, Georgia, Georgia Tech. I don't know how close any of those games are going to be, but those are really nice non-conference games as well. Um, yeah, the Hugh Freeze Bowl is great. How about this one, the Johnny Majors Bowl? Pittsburgh at Tennessee. That could be a big one for Josh Heupel. Uh, Colorado and Texas A&M, former Big 12 opponents. I think that would 12. be a fun game. That, that Oh, in Denver, that'd be a great game to go to. I wrote that down, but it didn't make my final list. It didn't make mine either, but going to Denver is... Uh, I love My wife and I love Denver, and A&M and Colorado, even though it's SEC Pac-12, they're actually former Big 12 rivals, which is fun. That uh, is fun. Vanderbilt plays at Colorado State, and I had a friend... One of my friends played quarterback at Colorado State. We're all going to go. That's, you're going to Colorado State this week? Mm-hmm. That is one of the greatest stadiums in the country. They, they have like six microbreweries in the stadium. Like not many stadiums have, because that's Fort Collins, right? So it's, yeah, it is that state. They, they're one of the few group of five teams that has poured money into their stadium. And it's a lot of like, it's very Colorado-y. I'm excited. Like, I think there's a river that goes right through the stadium, actually. It's just, it's an awesome, awesome place to watch a game. It's fun to go with people too, that really care about the team. Like as a Vanderbilt fan and going with someone sure. who's a, played at Colorado State it's just like it makes it more fun and and Colorado State is the an Ivy League school in the Mountain West right so correct there's that see all right when we come back on the show it's easy Reagan AG from Very Cavallari <laughs> gonna join us mercifully Fringe Element is brought to you by Jaspers I don't I already did one that's not a very good tagline Jaspers. Jaspers. I already did one. Jaspers, the gathering spot for all locals with a dream. <laughs> with a dream? <laughs> what if you're what if you're from out of town and you have a dream? Still go to Jaspers. Great place There's to go. There's plenty of taglines for them. I'll get to that next I think, week. Dude, I think this is brilliant what you've accomplished here on the show and, and coming up with all these taglines. The for- Ivy League... <laughs> <laughs> the Ivy League, League of was. culinary excellence in in Davidson County in the greater Middle Tennessee Middle Tennessee area. Yeah, there you go. Try that one again. Tino, Tennessee. Yeah, great parking. The Ivy League of parking lots. The Ivy League of parking lot, Just lots. Just a tremendous parking lot. Um, it, it's the next evolution of the sports bar. Great new menu, by the way. The new menu items are great. The Don Antonio is fantastic. Uh, it's a flatbread with like prosciutto, basil, mozzarella. It's delicious. Smart food. That's why it's in the it's, Ivy League. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Sure. Yep. It is It is a fantastic place to go watch the game. Uh, you've got, of course, uh, the, the, the... Library. The NCAA baseball tournament coming up, so you can go watch games there. 
uh, some regional action next week on the sh- uh, on, at uh, Jasper. So Exciting. go check that out. Always fun. Of course, Vanderbilt, very good. Tennessee, pretty good this year as well. Um, a lot of good SEC teams. So make sure you go check that out. Uh, coming up, by the way, this week on Lame Street Sports, an ad within the ad here, Aaron. This is like Inception. Wow. Um, Aaron Fit from Baseball America on Lame Stream Sports this Friday, previewing and talking all things college baseball. That's so fun. You might want to check that out. Um, I shall. It, while you're at Jasper's. Like, listen to the podcast while you're at Jasper's, eating their food. and Reading uh, the books from their library. Because they do actually have a library. Yeah, because they're smart. We're in the Ivy League. Because they're the Ivy League of sports bars. Correct. So they're no longer the next evolution of sports bars. They are the Ivy League of sports bars. And just like I said, the phrase is interchangeable. Useful, versatile. Yep. Lowercase I and Ivy. I'm sure all those Harvard grads would love that. They'll get over it. They'll be they'll be fine. They'll be fine. Yeah, they're all they will literally never hear this. They will be fine. <laughs> go to Jasper's. Free parking, great menu, great place to watch the game, all that great stuff. Uh, apparently you go to Jasper's and you just get smarter. An oasis. <laughs> An intellectual oasis. An intellectual of, of oasis. Sports culinary greatness. Yeah. Oh, that was good, Brayden. You're welcome. Go to Jasper's. Reagan, welcome to the show. We do appreciate you giving us a few minutes of your time. Uh, How are you? And good to meet you. Nice to meet you. I'm so excited. I've not done a podcast in so long. Excuse my voice. I have you know, all this allergy shit in my throat. So, but we're going to get. So uh, we're going to talk about life on reality TV, Jay Cutler, how you got to Nashville. You're from Alabama, but I've got to ask first and foremost here. And Aaron has no clue. I'm asking this, but that is Uh oh. how in the world did the two of you become friends? Um, I can't remember the first time. I feel like our love really for each other really started at, um, Pachanga Resort in Temecula. Temecula. It was before that. If you've never been in Temecula, <laughs> to Temecula, California, it is, it's one of a kind. I mean, <laughs> actually, where is, yeah, I mean, Pachanga, is that what it was called? Pachanga, do we? Pachanga, we don't know. Pachanga, yeah. Pachanga, Pachanga. This random resort in the middle of Temecula, California for a wedding. Although Reagan and I were already friends, I feel like this trip took it to the next level because it was just, we were all being our weirdest, most authentic selves as Reagan always is. Um, And it was an eye-opening and a -a one-of-a-kind trip. We're actually planning another one in July. I hope Reagan will come, even though there may or may not be a yacht. I'll only come if there's a yacht. (laughs) And a chef and a bartender. (laughs) That's a a lot of requests for one trip, I feel like. Guys, I'm at Panama City right now. I don't, you know, if there's a beach, you know, and I have a chair and a cocktail, I am perfectly content. You don't just take me anywhere. I'm I'm there. Reagan, when did your... I will call it a fandom for Reagan start. Like when, obviously when you were watching the show with Kristen Cavallari and Jay Cutler when Reagan was on it, but what was it about Reagan where you're like, this is, this is our reality. This is our person for the show. Well, it it feels, it feels very odd. First of all, Reagan to just like have this conversation about you. Love it. Keep talking about while you're, she doesn't get awkward in the conversation with us though. So it's like, it's, no, I love it. I love it. Conversations about myself while I'm in the conversation. Well, so I am. I am a. <laughs> I am not a reality TV show watcher much at all. I, I Jay Cutler lured me in. I, I am a, a a sports guy, sports nerd who's covered 
college football for most of my career. And I'm a Packers fan and a UT alumni. So I have a lot of hatred for Jay Cutler as a fan, but as a, as a watcher of his, of him on television, I was completely enthralled with him because he is just so it feels like, and this is going to be one of my questions for you eventually is that it feels like he doesn't really change much from like real Jay Cutler to like being on TV. And I feel like when I watched you, that it did, I didn't feel like I was watching, I was just, I was watching reality television with you. Like, I felt like I was watching someone just be themselves. And I, that, that is, maybe, maybe it's totally, maybe it was totally an act and you totally fooled me. But that was why we appreciate, and you know, you're, you're mildly funny from time to time as well. So, <laughs> no, I really, that's the biggest, I mean, that's the best compliment anyone could ever give me. And when people tell me they're like, I mean, you could call me any names in the book and whatever, but like, I love that people are just like, you're yourself. Like, we love that. And I'm like, well, I mean, it's, isn't that what you're supposed to be? I don't know. <laughs> that is something I was going to talk about too, which is just you as a human and as a friend. It's just that you are unapologetically Reagan at all times, no matter mm -hmm. who's around, no matter if it's socially appropriate or not, you always act the same. And you are, do you get that? You're a lot like your mom. Is that where you get it from? Were you always this way? So yeah, I do get uh, that I'm just like my mom. She's my, but my mom is a lot. She's she's way she's way more crazy than me. I know that's hard to think about, but she <laughs> she's right now at the beach. It's like you know 50 degrees here, and she's she's already at the beach, but having her uh, natty life. <laughs> um, but yeah, I like I said, that's the you know the best thing any anyone could ever say is you or yourself on the show. Just because I want to look back and I want to watch it one day, show my kids and be like, this is your mom. She's really cool. <laughs> goals, baby goals. Uh, <laughs> so you said you say you're to beach. You're at the you're at the, the, the Emerald Coast, the Redneck Riviera, whatever you want to call it. I'm actually going down there with my family for, for a week in a couple of weeks. And my 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 family has lived down there every summer. Like they go down every summer and, and, and you're from Alabama. So I'd like to know how you got to Nashville, but also. In the state of Alabama, you sort of have to pick between Auburn and Alabama. And I know you necessarily don't have a diehard fandom, but what was your family like? Was there a, you got to pick sides in this? I mean, that everybody I know from the state has to pick a side. Oh, you absolutely have to pick a side. I mean, I grew up a total Alabama fan. Um, I honestly like pro football a little bit better. I'm not... Honestly, just I'm there for the drinks. I'm there for the food. I don't really care to watch the football players. I'm not big in sports, but I like the idea of sports. You know, go to the bar where everyone is, drink a beer. But I don't really care to, like, get into it. I don't want to argue with you about football. You know, I'm the girl that's like, I hope they just have fun, you know? <laughs> that's basically <laughs> What, so give me give me some more detail about the family then. Would anybody come up to you at like Thanksgiving and be like, man, roll roll damn tide? And you're like, dude, I don't care. Basically, yeah. Uh, I mean, I like to I like to say it to my like Tennessee friends or my like I'm not, one of my best friends is like diehard and my ex boyfriend she, he was a diehard Auburn fan. So I always like to be like, all right, roll tide, roll tide. You know, especially if they're playing them, I'm like roll tide. I just like to say it. You know, when you pass by someone, you're like roll tide. It's just. <laughs> It's just fun to say, so that's, that's kind of what I, you know. But if I were to choose, I like to root for a winning team. Therefore, I pull for Alabama. Yeah, Reagan really just pulls it out when it's going to get a rise out of someone. Like, if somebody cares in the opposite direction, oh, yeah. she goes the RTR route. But otherwise, like, I mean, 
Reagan, do you care it less? Yeah. What do you think is the most in-depth football fact or bit of knowledge you have? Like what's, what's some, what do you know the most about in football? Like name one thing, you know, about the game. Hmm. They're really hot. I love the uniforms. (laughs) Um, Love when they bend over. Um, What else? I I think that's That's about it. it. Okay. So just like all the offensive linemen then, right? Like just, just kind of, fan. yeah, just off. If they're on offensive line, defensive sign linemen. Me up. <laughs> so Reagan, how did you, do you think, wait, hold on, Braden. I got one more. So Reagan, in addition to, I mean, I think everybody thought you were just like completely football knowledgeable and maybe that was a misconception that we all had. What is one of the other biggest misconceptions? That was a joke, by the way, because you're looking at me weird what's one of the other biggest misconceptions about you as a human I think I have an answer to this but I'm gonna let you go first I think that most (laughs) I don't know I mean obviously I'm the blonde with the big tits that's what I'm known for dumb I've gotten it all so my one of my best friends Jenica she was like okay so we have to prepare ourselves for what people are going to say when you you know are on the show, what people are going to tweet to you, what people are going to say. And I was like, okay, what, what do I need to expect? And she's like, cause I have tough skin. I mean, if anything, like I know myself, so I know exactly who I am, but also like words can kind of hurt. So I was trying to prepare myself, but I knew I was like, people are going to try and tear me down. And she was like, what are the three things people are going to say about you? I said, they're going to say I'm dumb. They're going to say all I have going for me is my tits. Maybe. I don't know. And then they're probably just going to be like, oh, she's that Southern girl, Southern Belle or something, you know? And so I think people are very surprised when I just like throw out these one-liners or when I do, I'm very, I like to say I'm very street smart. I'm not very common sense smart, but I'm a, I am very street smart. And that's honestly all you need in life. I, I was going to say, which those make sense. Although you are, you are definitely smarter and wittier than anything that you just alluded to, but you also... I feel like people think that you're the like wild party animal, which you can be for sure. But your ideal Friday night would be like wine, your Frenchie bulldog and like a PB and J in your bed and like Mm -hmm. not leaving even one step beyond that would be like dinner, but with like two friends, max. Max. I don't like a big dinner. I don't like to invite a lot of people. First of all, I don't know if people are going to show up and I don't (laughs) want that like anxiety of like, are people going to show up? When do we eat? When do we order our, you know, food. And so I like to get there, order drinks, food, you know, I don't like to plan a lot of things. I guess that's what I'm trying to say. So how did you end up coming to Nashville and what was your, did you have any, like, what was your preconceived image of of Jay Cutler before you met him? You're obsessed with Jay Cutler. It's not about, it's not about me. It's about him. You want, you want to know about Jay? I do. Tell him Riggs. The people want to know about Jay Cutler people oh um when I I didn't know a lot about him I knew that he was a football player and he wasn't very good right I don't or got let go or something I don't know so I knew that he was like on the you know (laughs) I knew that he was on the end he was trying to get out so I don't know I I heard he was a dick um just from old you know, old boyfriends. No, just kidding. <laughs> um, I heard that he was a dick. So I was preparing for the worst. They're like, he's awkward. He's a dick. And I was like, okay, well, I'm awkward. I can be a dick. No, 
But uh, <laughs> I met him and I was like, I really liked his sense of humor. I think because I'm sometimes dry. Dugan can Dugan likes the dryness. She's a little dry. And um, <laughs> and so when he was, you know, speaking to me, I was like, I kind of dig it. I kind of dig that he's a little dry. And I, I think with Jay is what you see is what you get. And right off, I really like that about him. Um, on and off the field, it's, you know, Jay. Is that what they say? Well, and that's why that Bears is. and that's why Bears fans don't like him is because he's like so dry and laid back on the field. Like yeah. I, I, the reason the reason I love him as a as a, as a TV character is the same reason I enjoyed you as a TV character because of your personality and sort of the dry humor and sort of just like the way he can. Again, some people just want other people to be a little uncomfortable, and that makes them laugh. And, <laughs> yeah. and that and that's what Jay does. But that's what pissed off Bears fans when he was a quarterback because he looked like he didn't care on the field all the time. And that's so it's. it's I mean, weird. did he? Do we know? Did did he care? I, I, no one knows. <laughs> I feel like jury's still out on that one for but, sure. Yeah, I mean, what does he care about? So Riggs, what else? I mean, Brain, what else you got about the show? Well, I'm going to do rapid fire with Reagan in a second, but I want you to get all your. Yeah, I got Cavalieri lots more stuff. Oh, I got so much. I, I got so much more okay. fanboy stuff. Keep going. So, so I'm, I'm just because you talked about preparing to be on this. Can you be prepared for for cameras and microphones to be completely surrounding you at all times? And and can you explain to people what it feels like to like walk into a coffee shop and no, no, we can't do that. There needs to be a setup so that you can get in and go like just can you try to explain what that is like? to go from just feeling normal and then all of a sudden everything around you is being recorded and, and, and produced. I was really, really bad at um, getting comfortable with all this stuff just because I'm one to like walk in and like, you know, order my coffee and just like, I don't, I don't know. It was, it was never comfortable for me. It was never organic. It just felt, I always was very awkward when cameras were around. Um, I would say it got easier throughout the process. I can see where people are like, oh, you'll get used to the cameras because I eventually did. But it always was like, I felt like I was giving off a weird entitled vibe. And I didn't like that. Um, just because people were looking at you and, you know, I just, it, it, it was hard for me to, to adjust to. If anything, I just felt awkward. In, the, in that same way, then, how real is reality TV, right? Like, it, it, like how many different people are putting on a show at that point, right? I would say that it, our show was very real. I think that people played into their roles a little bit more than others. But obviously, like, I'm glad I did it at the age I did my, or the age that I was at when I filmed very Cavalry, because I think that I knew myself a little bit more. And I said no to a lot of things and I think that helped me in the end I might have not been the star of the show but I know like looking back I'm going to be more proud of the person that I was because um, it's very easy to get manipulate manipulate <laughs> I cannot say three you got it Riggs. you got manipulated. it manipulated <laughs> I cannot say manipulate manipulated Okay. <laughs> Manipulate. Y'all, I cannot say it. It's like manipulated. Manipulated. Yeah. It's there very, you go, Riggs. That was it. Very easy to um, you know, get talked into things and all that. But I think that I stayed a hundred percent true to myself. And yeah. So were people actually terrified when when Jay would walk into the store? Like they played that up on the TV show a lot. Was that like a like did you guys really not know he was coming and he would just come into 
the store and people were always like, oh my God, what's he doing here? Was that, was that real? I think so. I mean, I had met Jay a little bit before, so I kind of knew how he was and the producers would always come up to me and they'd be like, Reagan, he's the only, you're the only one he likes, like play into it a little bit more, like go up to him and talk to him. So I would go up and talk to him and make him feel a little bit more comfortable, but he definitely had that vibe where he would walk in and he would, you know, play, play out like he was, you know, uh, this like football player that was married to Kristen, blah, blah, blah. And everyone should be afraid of him. But I knew that he had a sensitive side. So I try to like, get into that with him and I think he liked me for that because I think that I kind of brought him out of his shell one of the things that I enjoy the most about the two of them and their decision making at the time of course was their kids I have two daughters and I have a ton of respect for both of them for deciding look this is not something we're going to do we're going to keep them off the screen she doesn't really like put their faces on any social posts very much. I mean, they're out there a little bit, but by and large, she wanted to keep the kids off the show. I, I just think that that had to be incredibly difficult for the entire production. But did they ever talk about that at all? Was that something that I mean, I just think it's a, a really tough decision and I think it's a really smart decision. I actually am on the same page with you is that I, I do respect that they didn't put the kids on the show. But what I kind of am weird, weirded out by is that they post pictures of the kids and put emojis on the face. Just think if you're going to post your kids, just don't if you don't want them to be seen, just don't post them. I don't know. Do I mean, I could, easily, I could easily Google their kids and have it shows their face because they're at airports. They're at you know, like people right. take pictures of them, but I totally understand if you don't want your kids to be in the public eye. I got one more and then Open I'll let you get fake. to, I'll let you get to uh, the rapid, rapid fire. fire. But okay. I just want to know, like through this entire thing that you experienced, like a, what did you, what did you learn? And what, were there any people you met or things you got to do that were just sort of like, man, I can't believe that happened because of this, this show I was doing. Like, is there any of that that you will look back on and say, man, e either you met somebody or you got to do something that, that you'll remember forever? Let's see. No. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I know so many doors have opened for me. Like, I'm so thankful for everything the show has you know, opened up for me. I, you know, I'm a shy girl sometimes. So I don't expect things. And so I think that the show definitely helped me, you know, grow as a human. And I don't know, it's definitely opened a lot of doors for me. Am I, I don't know if I've met anyone. Let's see. Dude, you might can help with this. Have I met anyone that I'm trying to think like because of the I'm show, not, I, I don't get starstruck. I can literally, I think we saw, who was it? Someone in an airport one time. Was it Vince Vaughn? I don't even remember. Vince Vaughn, maybe. And I, all th these two girls I was with, they're like, oh my God, that's, that's Vince Vaughn. And I had no idea. People look so different person. And so like, I don't really get starstruck. Maybe if I saw like Rihanna. Rihanna is the one for you. Elton John. Ooh, that's I was going to ask one. you in the rapid fire, like who your hall pass, if you're in a relationship slash celebrity crush would be, but I'm going to go ahead and ask you now. Elton John will be a tough one. <laughs> She's not going to bang. Elton are we John. like hooking up or are we meeting like casually meeting? What do you, whatever you want it to be hmm. hooking up hall pass. I used to have the biggest crush on Travis Kelsey. What? I don't know. What was, do you know what position he played Reagan? Uh, let me guess. Tight end. Yes. There you go. Really? Yes, ma'am. There you oh, go. Wow. 
You were just talking about what he looked like when he bent over in his football pants. <laughs> his his position is literally tight end. Like that's. <laughs> I mean, like, of course I like him. No, he he's. Not- <laughs> you have gotten some, and I was going to save this to the end, but you have gotten some opportunities not only because you deserve them and also Reagan's extremely talented she's done hair for forever you have a lot of like things that you're good at that people don't really know about but you've gotten to do 100% a woman of all (laughs) trades but you've gotten to do here goes my fire alarm again lovely you've gotten to you're coming out with a product and by the time we air this it may be out it'll be (laughs) close um what is that do you want to tell everybody about it we are very close. Um, so I don't want to tell anyone about it just because I, I want it to be a secret, but it starts with an R. It does That's, start with an R. This is how, this is how you market a product. Tell d- again, you can, you can carry it around. It's great to carry. Yes. It makes you feel good. Makes you um, feel good. It's pink. And it's pink. Interesting. Yeah, can right, Braden so, guess? So, can Braden okay, take so, one guess? So it starts with an R it's pink. You can carry it around and it makes you feel good. Yeah. If you if you guess it, I'm not gonna tell you if you're right. Yeah, but, that's fa- yeah. that's fair. No, that's fair. I but just I mean, I'm I'm trying to come up with all the different words for this particular product, and none of them start with an R. Yeah, that's because it, my brain that's mm-hmm. because my brain is a juvenile delinquent. So, but once you see it, you're gonna be like, oh my gosh, how did I not guess that? It checks out. Yeah, I could it, make a pretty educated guess. I already know, but <laughs> could, could is this a is this a product for both genders, both sexes? This isn't 21 questions. You're only got one guess. And yes, it's not gender specific. Reagan does okay. not discriminate. Okay, cool. Nah. I'm excited. Well, let us know. know. And let us know. And we'll, 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 we'll promote it for you when it comes out. We'll I'll give it I'll, away. I'll, Riggs. I said, I'll send you guys some. Yeah, we can give it away. Brad, when it comes out. Okay. Riggs, you want to play really quick rapid fire? Sure. She's like, no, I want to go back to the beach. Biggest pet peeve. Rude people. Okay. Um, favorite pastime. Is this like, hold up. Anything. Um, favorite pastime. I thought Um, you were going to say people watching. (laughs) Shit. I don't know. Uh, not giving, not even knowing the world and like just living in my own little world. Honestly. Yep. First concert you ever attended. Nickelback. Oh God. (laughs) Brain's like. With my dad. Love that. Okay. Um, guilty pleasure TV show. Um, Love Island UK. Very specific. Um, favorite Only- food? Favorite food? Sushi. Biggest uh, biggest fear? Uh, getting cheated. Groups of three or more. Getting cheated on. Okay. Um, favorite sport to play? Because I'm such a sports gal. Um. <laughs> Tennis. Beer pong. I was sure. gonna say beer pong and cornhole both count. Beer pong. <laughs> beer pong. I'm really. Um, I like to. I can. I'm really good at putting it in the hole. One hundred percent. Yeah. Um, <laughs> favorite place you've ever traveled? Hawaii. Um, talent you're most proud of? I don't. I don't know if I can say that. Uh, <laughs> this is a podcast. You can say whatever you want. You can say whatever you want, Riggs. Let's see. Um talent uh we're almost done so not not really caring i honestly don't, don't not really care. caring okay I, your ideal friday night although we already kind of talked about this it'd yeah. probably be in your bed okay fine. Um, fine. and your most prized possession my dog knew that was coming where is blue 
Who's right here? Come here, Blake. Okay. Well, I didn't think I could like you Raiden. more, but I like her more now. I know. Uh, it's um, tough, right? I did a terrible job. I don't think so at all. Oh. I don't feel that way. Whatever. You should have been drunker, Reagan. Well, when you call me at one o'clock in the afternoon. I've only <laughs> had, that warning? At this point, I've only had two champagne. <laughs> and he like a bottle of mine. If you send me your address to the beach house, I'll send you some champagne just for being on the podcast. Drizzly. Yeah. All right, Riggs. Well, we love you. Braden, what else you got? This is your one opportunity with your I, 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 biggest I, celebrity TV fan. I know. I am not girl. witty enough like you, Reagan, to have anything clever to no. say other than that I, I, you know, especially after hearing the rapid fire, I like you even more, I think, now. So being, I said being witty is overrated, right? <laughs> <laughs> one of the only people that says funny enough shit sometimes that I don't know how to respond to it's it. Like, is yeah, it's, it's, so, it's so meta. Like, it's so meta. You're being self-deprecatingly witty while being self-deprecatingly witty. Like it's all the same. Time. I know. And it's just in the same voice. And that's not just because she has an allergy infection and kind of sounds like a man right now. It's just normal. Can you edit this voice? You- we can do our absolute best. <laughs> we'll fix it in post-production. Uh, all right. Love you, well, Regs. Thanks well, for taking well, some time out of your beach trip. Regs, you want to wrap it up? Love yeah, you so I was, much. I, I was just going to say to end the whole thing, is there one thing that you want people to know about the show that, that nobody knows that people have a misconception about? Is there any one lasting thing you want people to take away from your time on the show? I slept with Jay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> I, I'm going to edit that. Can't wait to make People Magazine. Oh, TMZ is going to be out here in Panama City Beach. I want him to be able to walk on the beach in a little bit. Reagan, thank I you so you. much for your time. You are absolutely a joy, and we appreciated and enjoyed watching you on the show. And uh, best of luck in everything you're doing, and let us know if we can do anything to help out in the future. All right. Thanks, guys. Cheers. Well, uh, that was Reagan Agee. Uh, very cavalry, and <laughs> I don't know. I have no clue what we accomplished, but I thoroughly enjoyed it. No, it was great. She's at the beach. Reagan is. Reagan has an ability to navigate the world without really worrying too much, and you could tell she's <laughs> just. She's just chill. She's like, anxiety. oh, my phone doesn't work. Oh, well. I'm like, no, Reagan, we have to get your phone to work, dude. Yeah, anxiety doesn't strike me as something she deals with. I don't know if she much. does. If she does, she hides it very well. Yeah, no joke about that. <laughs> um, so we appreciate her coming on again. Look, loose, loose, loose episode this this week on the show. Okay, um, she's at the beach. We're just hanging out, having a good time. Good to see you in studio, by the way. Good to have great. you here. Talked about non conference games, uh, of course, all the other great shows on the 440 Sports Network. So make sure you check in those out as well. Club and Country talking Nashville SC soccer. You got uh, the Gold Standard talking about the Nashville Predators or what was I should say. And, of course, Lamestream Sports coming up this week with uh, Aaron Fit of D1 Baseball. So, a lot of good stuff uh, on the platform across all different shows. Reagan. Aaron. Excuse me. Reagan and Dugan are very close. You just called me. You literally work with me, and you've talked to Reagan one time, and you just call me Reagan. Well, I've said her name a lot today. Um, Dugan and Reagan are pretty close, by the way. Dugan. Yes. Fringe Element is brought to you by who? Jaspers. Oh, God, you have to do three an episode now. Hold on. Yeah. Jaspers. This is new. It's a thing now. Okay. Um, Jaspers, a a staple of ingenuity and promise for the people of tomorrow. (laughs) 
This is a place where you eat burgers, right? And and replenishment. It's actually it's actually quite impressive how different you've made all of these taglines over the course of the last. <laughs> My few mind weeks. is a weird place. Oh, I'm I'm starting to learn that. Um, where can people find you, Aaron? Aaron, ja- Aaron Reagan at Jasper's. At Jasper's, that's a good. Uh, at Jasper's Nash, I think is the handle, but you literally can be found at Jasper's. Yeah, studying. <laughs> For your, <laughs> it's Aaron underscore Dugan on Instagram. For your the SEC Aaron Dugan Ivy on Twitter. <laughs> your SEC Ivy League degree. I said edifice. I belong there. Yeah, that is that is true. Uh, you can follow me at Braden Gall, at 440 Sports on Twitter and Facebook, at 440 Media on Instagram. Please rate, review, share the show, subscribe. Just text the show to like three of your friends. Please. That's all. Just say, hey, listen, this show's pretty good. You should listen to this show too. And then rate and review it and then... And then if they respect you, they'll do it. And then go spend some money at Jasper's. Yeah. I think that all sounds right. Yep. I think so, too. Thank you all for listening. Her name's Aaron Dugan. My name's Braden Gall. This has been Fringe Element on the 440 Sports Network. Oh. Edifice. Vocab. Vocab.